You should be reading I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons, a witty and humorous memoir and brainy essay penned by Autumn Simmons from her early life, pop culture, religion, feminism, race, and relationships. I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons is available via Barnes and Noble and worldwide for ebooks and beyond. Enjoy I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons. Once again, welcome to Quirk of the Day. This is your host, Autumn Simmons. It's episode 40. Quirk of the Day, podcast by Autumn Simmons. Support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes and uh having said that let's get back into movies that are comedies 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 for today we are reviewing movies that are comedies trading places talking trading places again and you know obviously about trading trading joes have you ever been to trading joes i was like why am i comparing that there's no comparison between you know supermarket and this is a movie about Something has not much to do with trading places. She came out in 1983. And this particular movie that is a comedy, this stars Eddie Murphy, in addition to Dan Aykroyd, in addition to Ralph Bellamy, of course, Jamie Lee Curtis. You know, I was thinking about trading places. I haven't seen it in a really long, long time. It's two brothers who are much older. These two brothers, Duke and Duke, are really a felony. I've seen some stupid things, but this is beyond stupid and dumb. It's interesting given that this particular movie was shot in Philadelphia. Shot in Philly. (laughs) And it's interesting looking at that time. Eddie Murphy was like like a kid. (laughs) He was a kid. I didn't know that his... uh, that is actual real name. Well, that is his name, but it's just, I was surprised that his name is Edward Reagan Murphy. I didn't know that. Eddie has baby teeth. <laughs> President Reagan, who's also appears in this movie, not like there in the sense realm of it, you know? So do you think President Reagan you think he liked country fried chicken? Why are you asking about whether or not President Reagan liked country fried chicken? It's kind of weird. I don't know why I was thinking about that. <laughs> about people's diets and everything. So I was thinking about the first lady, his first lady, Miss Nancy. She was more into salads and balsamic vinegar and delicious lemon water. She seemed like that type. <laughs> she seemed like that type. But... I believe that my cat is becoming a pony. I have a pony in the house. I have a pony in the house. The word for the day is delectable. Delectable. That's the word for the day. And uh, what else we were going to say? Because it's just time, you know, going back to Eddie Murphy. Eddie had been in. He was on Saturday Night Live. 1980 to 1984 is he from brooklyn new york i think he is right i think he is somewhere in new york in that area so having said that it is very curious about this 
movie. <laughs> but before we get into the movie itself, we're going to take a pause and then we'll be back. So enjoy the hiatus of Anchor and I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons. You should be reading I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons, a witty and humorous memoir and brainy essay penned by Autumn Simmons from her early life, pop culture, religion, feminism, race, and relationships. I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons is available via Barnes & Noble and worldwide for ebooks and beyond. Enjoy I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons. And welcome back to Quirk of the Day. It's Autumn Simmons and we have returned to episode 40. Episode 40. Episode 40. Did you realize it's episode 40? Movies that are comedies, trading places, which debuted in 1983. You know how young I was during that time? I was actually, I was almost three ish. <laughs> I was two and change. About three ish, mostly. So I was thinking about how Philly was Philly in trading places. Was it really Philly, 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 Philly? Or was it close to Philly, Philly, Philly? Was it middle of the Philly, Philly, Philly? The city. In the city, city, city. Yes. So I was checking it out. Philly's the dirty north, I think. When it comes to cities, New York is extremely dirty in certain parts, just like Philly. Dirty in certain parts. Yes, as well as Detroit, Michigan. Okay, so yeah. Philly has become a little dirtier, yes, over the time, though, depending on where you are, where you're residing. So, yeah, I was checking it out. Not much has changed from Philly, except for other things that are evolving, again, regarding, like, real estate and cars, vehicles, etc., etc. And Eddie Murphy's character, Billy Ray Valentine's, we never saw him have a hoagie. Never saw him have pretzels or cheese steak and cheesecake because we have cheese steak and cheesecake. No, but it's not the same. No, I take that back. There's no such thing as a New York Philly cheese steak. You can try it, but it doesn't work. We've known that. We've known that. I think it's in the book. I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons. Read the book about down south. They were trying it, bringing Philly like our little restaurant and bringing it down to Atlanta like they were going to do. <laughs> they were going to make, make cheesesteak down there and they only cut like half of it off like a subway. And no, nah, that shit don't pop. <laughs> don't, don't try that mess and try to say, oh, down in Atlanta, we have Philly cheesesteaks down here. No, you don't. And so I asked a gentleman who's from New York, who's on one of my episodes regarding music um, lovers, regarding xxxtentacion i was like is there such thing as cheesesteak in new york he said no <laughs> he's from new york he's like no it has to be in philly philadelphia okay it's just how it works that's how it that's how it works you know so you can try it and you have different types of pizza all over the place you can do all those things but something about it though something things you just can't get out of philly like even with tasty cakes you have to be in philly to get those tasty kind of people like that i've known back in the day that would be like 
Can you get me a cheesesteak? Can you give me a hoagie? Can you get me like the tasty case? Can you can you get can you get me some? Can you get me something? Can you get me some down here? I shouldn't be telling you this, but there are people on the other side who are from Philly who made transition and they still want some cheesesteak and they still want some hoagies and I ain't getting them nothing. <laughs> well now that Georgia isn't great with the good food down south, but it's just a little something extra. That's all. Only one who's getting a cheesesteak and a hoagie, and that's my father, and a legba, and a bottle enjoys the cheesecake. My biological father. And for the record, for anyone who happens to be on the other side, and you're hungry and thirsty for libation, you better talk to your father. Now moving on, these two brothers who are much older, they're from a specific family. <laughs> a well-to-do family which is considered wealth you know they make a bet with a dollar all but a one dollar bill duke and duke we're making a deal with the devil two bros two brothers making a bet and they're evil <laughs> you see them as evil because of what they did you know so i was just thinking about uh, all these interesting things in this movie though at the end duke and duke became broke and they became homeless but more importantly, the way they were behaving, they seemed like the devil. They were gaslighting it. Duke and Duke were actually the sociopaths. When they died, they likely went to meet their savior. Their savior, the devil. They went to help. Of course, this was directed by John Landis. John Landis, a lot of people see him as a director for most comedies, including the Kentucky Fried movie. I never had a chance to see Kentucky Fried movie which came out in 1977. Obviously, I wasn't here just yet, and I still haven't seen it, but I've seen not the trailer, but parts of the film where there's like this werewolf, and I believe it takes place in the UK, which is John Landis is from, if I'm not mistaken. I think he's connected to London in some type of way, and so at least that I'm understanding that it was filmed and also uh, in London. Kentucky Fried Movie is actually a a horror comedy film and if i'm wrong then i'm wrong but uh this is also the director of another eddie murphy film coming to america which debuted in 1988 so it's very interesting this is john landis also directed short films of the king of pop michael jackson two short films thriller and black or white so it's very interesting the king of pop all connected all these connected people what are we talking about with this a little i was just thinking about how wicked they were right duke and duke and brother and brother so back to dan Aykroyd's character lewis winthrop the third isn't it curious that when all this happens to him and he loses not just his job but his home his riches or wealth etc etc including the so-called fiance where was his family what family was he really a part of when this occurred why did he have to go to these so-called fake friends who were enemies as well who just rejected the matter because they weren't a part of what happened with him i was like where's his family as we're where his grandparents or just some other like an uncle if it wasn't a father or a mother an aunt so this was interesting who he became connected with Jamie Lee Curtis's character Orphelia and it's interesting how they were connected and she seemed to be an enemy in the beginning who was also being 
paid some money. Your character is also a prostitute. Curious. Very, very curious. So check that for a moment. Because this obviously was just a movie. <laughs> because there's no way you have all that and just lose that by those types of people unless you're connected, connected. Unless there's something we just didn't know about Lewis Winthrop III. Before we get into the wickedness of all of that, we were looking at the budget of Trading Places too, which was $15 million for the budget and the box office $120.6 million. Okay? So that's interesting. And I don't know why I'm going back to this part of later on after this movie. Michael Jackson and Eddie Murphy became cool. They became buddies at some point. And even in other short films together, What's Up, before What's Up, there was, what was the other one? Remember the Time, right? Yeah, yeah, which was directed by John Singleton, who directed his first drama film, Boys in Hood. So we remember these. These were worldwide premieres that were also on ABC, if not NBC, VH1, MTV, MTV, and yes, BET. I still have Eddie Murphy's I Was a King with Shabaranks. How do I still have that? I still have a cassette. So we just look at this character, so Eddie. He likes to call himself Billy Ray Valentine or William Raymond Valentine. And uh, Dan Aykroyd portrays Lewis Wintrop. And it was curious to see how in the beginning he's living a a very cushy type of life, <laughs> very cushy type of life. Repeat again. Maybe you could call her almost like a fiance partner, and you always see her picture everywhere, wherever he is in his home, where he's residing in Philadelphia, in the city, right? And then we get to see Septa. <laughs> we still have Septa in Philly. We have Septa, and back in the day, day, day when I was like probably about two and three, we still have the trolleys, but they have evolved like everything else evolves septa looks a little different but it hasn't changed too much since the 80s lewis wintrop portrayed by dan Aykroyd. lewis had his enemies he did he did and we're talking about these uh the snob bobs <laughs> brothers duke and duke and referring to this bet for one dollar it's crazy that they make this bet over a white man that they knew for some reason they could care less about him. And then they happen to find this black man, Billy Ray Valentine. It's very interesting to give him an interesting name. He could have been Leroy Valentine's or Otis Valentine's. You know, it's a possibility. This white man, in addition to this black man, are only worth one dollar. Not even the Benjamin Franklin is this is around the holidays this is around christmas time right it's around christmas time so it's interesting when this movie came out i was thinking that you're looking at the all of it you see all the natural snow during that time it was snowing it looks really like that it seems that way the season definitely the poor man who's a thief billy ray billy ray valentine he's making 800k a month what that's a lot of money for that time 800k a month and there's funny things that the character says. I'm not sure how much with Eddie Murphy, if this is impromptu. The writers for this film, Trading Places, were Herschel Winthrop in addition to Timothy Harris. And again, I'm going to take a pause. So I'm going to have a siesta a little bit. 
and then I'm going to enjoy a bit of supper, which will be kipper with some hot sauce and some coffee, and I'll be back. You should be reading I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons, a witty and humorous memoir and brainy essay penned by Autumn Simmons from her early life, pop culture, religion, feminism, race, and relationships. I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons is available via Barnes & Noble and worldwide for ebooks and beyond. Enjoy I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons. And welcome back to Quirk of the Day. It's your host and producer, Autumn Simmons. And let's continue. And neither, you know, but it's interesting how they had to switch it. So they find out who's who and what caused this situation to happen. And, you know, it's, I was thinking about it. I was like, what if it had been like a sequel to, <laughs> what if it had been a sequel with Trading Places? And I was thinking about the original. Why did they choose Philadelphia? They didn't choose New York. They didn't choose Atlanta. They didn't choose Los Angeles. What do you think about Philly that they chose that location, this city in Pennsylvania? I don't know. I don't know why they chose it, but it's not. Philly is not a huge or a bad place. It's, it is huge, but it's not like a, a bad place in the sense of it. But I was like, I was like, if there had been a, a sequel, would it have been outside of Philly? So I don't know. I have no idea. I had no idea. So I was just looking at some other characters. There's something with this gorilla thing. It, I was surprised to see for the New Year's Eve. It was interesting to see how there were a lot of um, costumes. There were kind of similar almost it looked like Mardi Gras so Louisiana Mardi Gras but it really wasn't but <laughs> you know I was looking at some of the things that are not real obviously some things that are real like for instance you never really saw Philadelphia Inquirer newspaper there in the movie you never saw Philadelphia Daily News I used to work at P&I years ago and so when I'm looking at the financial journal <laughs> it had to be fake it had to be fake, but it's funny. The Financial Journal. What's new? New appointee. Valentine electrifies Duke and Duke. And they're describing the Financial Journal. So I was looking at it. I said this is the first time I kind of took a picture of it. William Raymond Valentine, newly appointed. Let's look at the view of the prestigious Philadelphia trading house of Duke and Duke. His first few days astounded the trade with his technique analyzing trading in the commodities valentine believes that in to understand the vulnerability of the market one must understand consumers and their attitude toward his continued success in analyzing both the pork bellies and wheat markets verifies this approach valentine's dazzling forecasts have set the offices of duke and duke and the financial community buzzing with the economic repercussions of his analysis. Despite the fluctuations in the commodities market, Duke and Duke has considered adopting his principle, possible alternative to the traditional forecasting that has always been used. Meanwhile, many other trading markets have commented that this economics forecasting could be an indeterminate factor that will not last, but rather just a passing fancy. However, Valentine, who replaced Louis 
Winthrop III feels that his strategy will only continue to offer accelerated economic success for Duke and Dukes. I thought this was interesting because I've never even read the fake financial journal. <laughs> I've never read it. So it was just interesting to show who took over. So it was not a secret. And so he saw who was going to take over in the midst of it. You're seeing him arguing. There are some things that were going on with all that in terms of he had to go to jail. <laughs> and then Oh, it was just see him at the for like the business party that they had. People always go to these little stupid ass parties that people have for the holidays and whatnot. And he's coming in just looking crazy, looking like Santa. He's dirty. <laughs> he's eating the food, putting it all, hiding it and packing it up in his pockets and everything. And it was just weird. He lost it. He just lost it so soon. Like he just became like seemed like a drunk. Lewis Winthrop the third, actually has allies so billy ray in addition to ophelia those in addition to there's another gentleman who is the butler who was also an ally as well when at first he was he was an enemy because they had to get paid <laughs> to do some things and they became allies you know so i think the best part what i thought was the the funniest part of the film of trading places was towards the end after the New Year's Eve party when they're on the train and Eddie's characters playing as African man is hilarious and uh, so he's as I said he's Billy Ray in addition to Winthrop coming through <laughs> Louis Winthrop he's pretending to be or coming across as if he's Jamaican that shit was funny <laughs> the man he already was enemy he already saw it for what it was. And then you see Orphelia. Orphelia is pretending to be Swedish. And you also have you also have the the butler is coming across like he's Irish. It is hilarious. That is the funniest part at the end. And they also had um, John Belushi was also at the New Year's Eve party, the character. And then he also plays like a a gorilla and then there's another gorilla that's not even real that is in a cage and it's funny throughout but especially towards the end beef jerky time on quirk of the day you can also leave a message become a supporter for quirk of the day a podcast by autumn simmons support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes so having said that don't forget to check out more anchor commercials in addition to I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons, which is humorous memoir essay available via Barnes and Noble in addition to ebooks online verbal distribution. So having said that, thank you so much for tuning into this episode and we'll be back again because we still have February for Valentine's in addition to in addition to African American History Month and additional interesting fun things that will be taking place later on i'll keep it i'll keep it in mind with what we're bringing forth i'm thinking either of <laughs> which one am i thinking of? i'm thinking i'm thinking working girl tom hanks sleepless in seattle we're considering that for valentine's day if not working girl with harrison ford and sigourney weaver so having said that, thank you so much for tuning in to Quirk of the Day. And if we don't, but we could 
placed that on the table because of the fact it's african-american history month and i don't like to use african-american history month just for everybody all the time but we could put another eddie murphy in and it could be norbit and norbit has always been hilarious and it's funny so i'll consider that one too for the rest of february so uh we'll keep that in mind and so if you had some other ideas on what you think would be interesting hit me up through message through quirk of the day and uh we'll move forward thank you so much for tuning into this episode and we'll be back next week bye bye you should be reading I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons, a witty and humorous memoir and brainy essay penned by Autumn Simmons from her early life, pop culture, religion, feminism, race, and relationships. I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons is available via Barnes & Noble and worldwide for ebooks and beyond. Enjoy I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons.